0: a parent, or run a client-focused business. Coaching skills benefit everyone and anyone who wants to communicate in a way that builds relationships. Fall in love with your life and business again. Click the link in the show notes for your invitation to join us right now. Then come back and enjoy this episode. So this episode turned out to not be what I had exactly intended it to be. So before I went downstairs, I already had an idea for the content I'd planned to share today and then I saw a quote and one thought led to another and it turned into this. But if you've ever been hard on yourself or been disappointed in other people, then today's episode will give you some hope. It's time to stop comparing yourself to others and plug in to what is uniquely you. Welcome to Unbox Your Personality, the podcast for coaches, parents, and mentors like you who understand that your happiness makes you more effective at what you do, bringing out the best in others. I'm Jen Higgins, personality strategist and Enneagram fluff remover. Get laser focused on who you are and who you aren't, so you're free to make the impact you were born to make. And have fun doing it. Your personality is your business. So let's get down to business. Welcome back. It's my birthday month and I'm so excited because this weekend I'm going on a birthday trip. Uh, It's with my family and they're actually doing all the planning and all I have to do is just show up and I'm so excited about it. The only thing that would have made it better if it was just a complete surprise that would have been fun but when this episode airs I should be headed back home and decompressing and getting ready to wake up to another 29th birthday on Monday morning that would be March 29th get it the 29th is my birthday and I'll be 29 forever yeah I kind of stopped counting (laughs) but my birthday got me thinking about astrology. Your sign or zodiac symbol is another way that people define their personality. Mine is Aries, by the way. So do you believe in astrology and horoscopes? Do you read your horoscope? I'm not particularly well versed in astrology. So if you know anyone that can enlighten me, please send them my way. I'll put my email in the show notes so that you can send that to them or send them the link to this episode. I would be grateful for that. But meanwhile, I can give you my current opinion (laughs) of them and the aha that I had today. So here's what I believe. I believe that there are celestial bodies in the sky And I also believe in the science of gravitational pulls and magnetic forces that hold the stars and the sun and the moons and the planets in their positions in the sky, in the universe. And likewise, I believe that our physical bodies, our human bodies are affected by our positioning and the invisible vectors and the energy that is around us. And just a very simple example so you, you don't find me too woo-woo is the sun versus the shade. If I stand in the sun, my body is going to be affected by the warmth. I'll probably start to sweat depending on if I want to sweat, I might be cranky or if I was cold, I, it might make me warm um, and, and give me energy itself. But if I'm in the shade, likewise, I'm not going to, the sun's still there, the energy's still there. But because of my positioning, I'm not going to be able to feel it. And that will affect me as well. Because our body, whatever, whatever affects our bodies also affects our minds and our emotions. So with all of that, I can justifiably deduce that yes, astrology can affect human behavior. And that is... I didn't look up the definition, but that's my understanding of astrology. is the study of um, the heavenly bodies and how it affects our human behavior. So now what about horoscopes? Do you believe in them or do you think they're hogwash? Now here's how I view it. Horoscopes are just a prediction. And predictions are a great way to box ourselves in. But... Is it good to be able to predict ourselves, even if predictions are boxing? Am I getting a little controversial here? I'm not sure, but let me tell you what happened to me today. My husband, Terry, he teaches statistics. And I went downstairs today just to ask him a random question about these bowls that I wanted to buy online. And he He had his Zoom up, he was ready to teach, and I went down there really quickly and I just shoved my phone in his face and said, no, should I get these bowls? And he's reading the specs. And as he was reading them, I saw this quote on his presentation slide that he had up for his regression class today. And the quote says, all models are wrong, but some are useful. And as I started walking back up the basement stairs, about to record this episode I originally thought I was going to be talking about your sign your zodiac sign and your physical body and how it can affect your wellness now I can circle back around to that in a later episode if that interests you but this quote got me thinking and what does it mean when it comes to predicting human behavior based on personality all models are wrong but some are useful So is the Enneagram wrong? So in case you don't know, in statistics, regression models are a prediction of what might happen in the future based on the current data that you've collected. You put all this data in uh, software and the software comes out with this fancy equation that you can plug in other information and make predictions. It basically follows the trends of the data, the patterns of the data, and what it does, it allows us to make educated guesses based on the data that we've collected and then we can make decisions. So how can all models be wrong? That just seems very extreme. All models are wrong? Well, number one, we can never be a hundred percent confident in a prediction because we don't know what factors might come up in the future That might affect the prediction. Hashtag pandemic, right? We just can't predict the future. So we can never be 100% confident. And number two, correlation does not mean causation. This is a big... um, A big rule in statistics. And in the last episode, I did make a point that just because you can relate to my stories or my childhood or my circumstances that you hear me talk about, that doesn't make you a type 7 just because you can relate to me. And it also doesn't make you an Aries. Ooh, that's a good point. So like the Enneagram is based off of your motivations. Your zodiac sign is based off of your date of birth. Oh, that's interesting. That's something that we can explore later, but let me get stay on topic. So in other words, just because you identify as a type, it doesn't mean you have to choose the behaviors that are associated with that type. It is a choice. So why do we bother figuring out what our type is to begin with? Because like this quote says, it's useful. All models are wrong, but some are useful. So just like statistical models help us make decisions, let me give you some examples so that would be like doctors will decide which treatment to give you based off of your symptoms or even on webmd if you're a googler (laughs) you put in your symptoms and then based off of those symptoms it will go in put those in some kind of a regression model and it will spit out some of the symptoms i mean some of the treatments well some of the diseases, ailments or whatnot that you might have, and then likewise, some of the treatments. Or a weather forecast. So the weather forecast is going to help me decide what I need to pack for my weekend trip this weekend. So those are just some ways that statistical models are helpful. They, they help you make decisions. So first of all, when you understand your personality, you're, it's going to help you make the best decision based on what comes naturally to you. Or if you're working with someone else, what comes naturally to them. Number two, it can also help you set up boundaries and these realistic expectations. Um, And I'm not talking about, you know, reducing your standards here because standards and expectations are two different things. And I'm not talking about lowering your expectations either, but having realistic expectations. Have you ever heard that saying, um... If you keep expecting a fish to climb a tree, you're going to be disappointed every single time. I'm not sure if that's exactly the way the saying goes, but I think you get my point. I, this is a common trap, I think, that that people fall into when we when we start working with our personality. We start feeling like, especially with the Enneagram, really any personality test. I've seen this happen with the D- With DISC, I've seen this happen with the Myers-Briggs. Those were the two main ones that I've worked with. The other personality tool I worked mainly with was a proprietary one. So you won't get that one. But sometimes we feel like it's a prison sentence. Like we're doomed to be whatever this type is like. We're doomed to be hedonistic. We're doomed to be overbearing or closed off or clingy. And we don't do that just to ourselves. Well, some of us are pretty generous with ourselves and and our own personal growth, but we might look at other people that way and sentence others to their eternal doom of their personality type. But we would never say that the fish is doomed to be a fish. So if we think about your Enneagram type as a statistical model, a prediction of your pattern of behaviors... If your default behaviors, this is your pattern if you're left to its own devices, if your subconscious is left to its own devices, then we can't be surprised by some of our behaviors. And we can't be surprised by other people's behaviors. So don't be surprised when the eight in your life shows controlling behaviors or passion. He's probably just being protective. Or if the five in your life starts intellectualizing everything that you say. She's probably processing that information. It's not a jab at you. It's not criticism. It's a processing. And if this is you, don't be surprised if it's you as well. If you're a nine, don't be surprised when your partner asks you to do something and you immediately meet it with resistance. You're probably just rerouting your plans in your head to accommodate this new idea, this new task. And I can say for myself as a 7, I am 95% confident that if I have nothing to do, I'm going to get antsy. And I'm going to go find something to do or multiple things to do. But there's always that 5% chance that I will choose to have peace and freedom in the rest instead. That I will be still and rest and feel peaceful. And having a model reminds us that there can be outliers. Those are the outliers behaviors that we choose, those healthy ones. So maybe you read your horoscope and maybe you don't. But either way, you know it's not going to be a hundred percent true. But most of the time, it brings something to your attention or maybe you can make a connection to your, your current circumstances that gives you a new outlook, a new perspective, an aha moment. Now, if that column is predicting an event, then you can probably move on. That's not real. But if it's talking about your emotions or your thoughts or your responses to an event, then maybe it might be worth the introspection and the Enneagram can be used in the same way. When you understand the predictive patterns of your behaviors for your type, of course, it's not gonna be true 100% of the time, but it will bring something to your attention. It's gonna help you make a connection to something that's happening right now, and it's gonna help you work through it. So to recap, if you use the Enneagram as a model, it can be useful because, first of all, you can make decisions that are going to be more natural to you, more er- organic to you, and reduce stress. Number two, you can create boundaries and realistic expectations around behaviors, which is very important because behaviors are always predictable, but when they are, because you understand the type, you can set up those boundaries you can reduce disappointments because there won't be any surprises. There won't be any drama, right? We'll know exactly what is common or default for a type. And to that same point, because we have these outliers, it gives you hope and possibilities that I don't have to be doomed to the stereotypical behaviors of a type. Because here's what I know. I know that anything is possible if you believe it is. And in that moment, in that healthy moment, we're able to adapt, we're able to regain perspective and not be triggered by the unexpected. And in that healthy moment, we can also see the potential of breaking unhealthy patterns. And that's what gives us hope and that power of possibilities. And that's what I mean by unboxing yourself. Because when you unbox yourself, You unleash your power. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and reviewing the Unbox Your Personality podcast. To learn more about yourself, go to powercoachgen.com. Find out how you are different so you can make your difference.